You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hello, 2024. You look nice. <laughs> Thank you. I showered. I'm Emma. <laughs> oh, I can tell. I'm Cass, and this is Honey Do Me Podcast. It sure is, and we still are, even in the new year. Mm-hmm. New year, same new us. New year. And we're happy yes, to be and here. that's what... You can always count on us, because we're always going to be talking about sex, banging, mm-hmm. doing it, um, touching yourself, diddling <laughs> your whittle. <laughs> From soup to nuts, we'll cover it all. (laughs) (laughs) Bada bing, bada Bada bing, bada boom. How are you? How has um, all of the one day that 2024 has been 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 treating me? Um, Excellent, amazing. I I spent my New Year, this is Eve, in the best place in the world, which is my couch, and it was wonderful. Um, I have a hard time engaging in fun when it's to be expected. So it just felt like a lot of pressure to go out. And I had just... You like to do the unexpected. Like the if unexpected. there's one thing about you. I'm like, I don't know. I'm fun. I'm flirty. I'm silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, so silly. I'm so silly. And say? I'm going to say it here because maybe it'll help hold me accountable. I'm doing dry-ish January. Um there are a couple of occasions where I'm like, no, I'm going to drink. But there's only three of those. So other than that, I'm going to... There's only 12. There's only 12. Uh, throughout the first half of January. Yeah. So it really shouldn't be that big of a I'm deal. I'm setting myself up for a good time, I think. So I'm going to try that. I've never done a dry month or like a dry January or bleh, whatever. So we'll see if it's fun. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> How has your one day been? Oh, just wonderful. I was telling Emma, I've been uh, reading a lot on my Kindle. So gorgeous. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. That's it. Absolutely I'm stunning. I'm keep doing that the rest of the year. So, <laughs> and I'm uh, going to keep it up. <laughs> live and let live, I suppose, is what they say. <laughs> well, I have a, um, so as you know, we've been doing new months, new topics for the podcast. Yes. And I have a good intro for this month. So, oh, lay it on. It's really short. Don't get excited. We are getting into position to have the best sex this year. Uh, Wasn't that good? That was so good. I'm really glad you came prepared with that. I forgot we were introducing a new topic. Yes, we are. Um, So I'll just roll up on you with that. Just roll off of this. Just if you could piggyback Um, off of what I just said. Thank you. Go off the cuff. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing positions, but we wanted to do it a little differently. You know, we've hit doggy, we've hit scissoring, we've hit... Um, it's hitting a doggy. I don't know. Whatever you've 
hit. Yeah. Uh, we've done all those, mm-hmm. and we'll probably do them again. But we just want to do something a little different, a little more deep, maybe. Mm. Not deeper positions. Penetrative. We just want to <laughs> penetrate this topic a little bit deeper. I just want to see how deep we can penetrate. Mm-hmm. No, we wanted to find uh, positions that can meet you where you're at uh-huh. based on how you're feeling. We're emotional, uh, sensitive people. <laughs> and so the sex that we're having should reflect that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're doing this month. We are finding positions to meet you where you're at, whether you are feeling super fucking hot that day or really insecure mm-hmm. and wanting to hide certain parts of your body or you are feeling lazy as shit mm-hmm. or you are like, you know what? I got all the energy in the world. Let's bust out a quickie. Yeah. We're going to meet you right there. We're going to meet you there uh, fair and square. So we are super mm-hmm. excited. Today we are talking about, I don't know, something we're all a little familiar with, I could say. <laughs> Um, we're talking about having sex when you're not feeling your best. Yes. Just a little insecure or a lot insecure. Either way, there's positions for you. Yeah. It is one way to start off the year, but we're going to plow straight forward for it uh, with confidence. Mm -hmm. And today we are speaking with... Sarah Watson, Mm -hmm. who is just a goddamn angel. Like, I'm so happy to be starting off our year with her. She's so fun and cool. Uh, And she just has the best tips. But um, she's a sex therapist who just, I don't know, fucking gets it. And is willing to meet you where you are when you're not having the best day. And you're not feeling great. But you still deserve pleasure. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel perfect in order to be worthy of pleasure. And I think that's what we both really wanted to uh, understand in this episode. Yeah. When I am ready to go to a sex therapist, I will be going to someone or specifically like Sarah. <laughs> I will be running, running to Sarah. To Sarah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you said, there's just some people that get it and Sarah fucking gets it. And we had the mm-hmm. best chat. So I can't wait to be in this conversation with you in two seconds. <laughs> in three, two, one. All right. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Sarah Watson, licensed professional counselor, certified sex therapist. I am located in Metro Detroit. Um, I am a day-to-day, I have a booming therapy practice, which is lovely, where I work with mostly uh, women and couples struggling with all types of sexual health issues. Um, In addition to that, I've been with my husband for 21 years. I'm a mom to a very amazing six and a half year old. Um, <laughs> she keeps me on my toes, us on our toes, I should say. Um, I'm also a podcaster myself. We have a podcast called Flow, Straight Talk About Extreme Periods. And so that's also released monthly. And then I also, I have lots of hats. And my my other hat is um, I have a business called Simple Sex Education, where I have different framework to chat about all things sex ed, whether you are someone who's just new to sexual health and like understanding your body to people that have been married forever and are like, hey, what the hell do we do now? So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's- you just span the gamut of all things I- health and necessities. I love I'm it. I try. Thank you so much. Are you tired? Are you busy? <laughs> God damn. I am all of those things. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we're so happy that you are able to find time to talk with us, little things. Because um, we want to talk about having sex when you're feeling insecure or feeling a little touchy about parts of your body. And so 
I guess where we want to start is if we're only having sex when we feel hot, I feel like that leaves us very little time to have sex. So like, what should we be doing during those times that we're feeling insecure, but like we want to bang? How do we, how do we deal with this? Yeah. First and foremost, I would say, make sure that your partner knows. You're like, Hey, I'm not really feeling it. Whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, your tummy or whatever issues you have, right? Because insecurity can be especially about our bodies anywhere, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so share that, right? Yeah. Anything like, Oh, my eyebrows Mm -hmm. look weird today. It's just not happening. Oh my God. Right. I plucked out a gray one the other day, and now I've never been more aware. <laughs> that's uh, a yeah. okay. So yeah, that's a anyway, lot. To, that's a lot continue. to digest. I feel like we could have a whole therapy session on that, um, but we won't. Um, so, we won't. <laughs> unless you want to. Um, I'll be okay for now. Okay. Thank you, though. Okay, I'm here for you. So reach out privately. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so first and foremost, sharing with your partner what the heck is bothering you. Um, you don't really need to, I wouldn't even say you need to go into why, but like, just be like, Hey, I'm not feeling this tonight, but I'm really feeling some desire, some arousal. How can we play? Right? Like how can we get to a place where we can be physical and connect, but also make space that I'm feeling kind of weird or kind of off or however you want to describe it. Because I think there's lots of ways to describe it. Um, Mm -hmm. so first and foremost is you got to communicate. That makes sense. I feel like I, for a lot of my life, have gotten really caught up in a lot of areas of I need to do this in before I can do this. And so when it comes to sex, that often looks like, oh, I need to feel really confident or I need to feel really hot before I'm going to really let myself experience pleasure. But mm. then that really limits me because... That's just not how I feel all the time, realistically. And so Mm -hmm. can we still have really pleasurable sex when we're feeling insecure? Like, do we need to set these lofty goals before, (laughs) like, really putting ourselves out there and just letting ourselves experience really fun things? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say, can you kick the goals out the window, right, and, like, put them in the Mm -hmm. trash, and stomp on them because that's not going to do any good for you, right? Like if you go into any kind of intimacy, even if it's not like penetrative at all and you're like, I must have an orgasm, right? Or I must do this. Or, I must make sure my partner has an orgasm. Um, that's a lot of pressure, especially when you're not feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so can the goal be, I guess I don't really even like having goals, but can like the uh, first sex um, for therapy, yes, but not right now. <laughs> um, but no goals can, ever. Yeah. Yes. Can your intention be, I want to connect with my person or this person because it doesn't need to be, you know, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Can I can I connect with them and can I focus on what feels good for me? Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's like it. That. Yeah. That's freeing. Great. Mm-hmm. Good. Great. (laughs) Well, kind of going off of what you said as well, Cass, with like, I need this before I can have this is, um, yeah, like needing to feel like I'm at a place where I accept all parts of my body before I can let loose in the bedroom or before I can go out and have like one night stands with people because now I'm confident and now I deserve to have that Mm. type of sex. So I feel like 
that comes in a lot of different forms of feeling like you need prerequisites before you can have pleasurable sex. And especially when I'm feeling insecure, I'm like, oh, I'm not at this point yet where I deserve bigger, better things in life because I haven't accepted me for who I am yet. Mm. I feel like that gets in the way a lot. I would call that the patriarchy. I love blaming it on something else. (laughs) (laughs) I love when we can redirect. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to redirect. I mean, but honestly, like I would sit back and look at those, what you listed. And I think that we could Mm -hmm. probably add 15 more things to that. But if we look back to why do I, why or when was I taught that I need to look a certain way before I can go have a one night stand, before I can Mm -hmm. have pleasure? Right. I hate to tell you, but in my universe, that leads back to the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Because you're you got it from you've gotten it from music, you've gotten it from every you know some from books, from movies, from every probably interaction, unfortunately. And so mm-hmm. it's what do you actually believe about your own pleasure? So we pull all of that back. Do you actually mm-hmm. believe that you need to be a certain size or a certain weight to have pleasure? And if you do, then, hey, let's, let's, we've got some time. We need to work on that (laughs) Uh, because we're all born sexual beings and you all deserve, we all deserve to have pleasure. Mm -hmm. We do all deserve it. Well, and I feel like that can span across, you know, not even just the way our body looks, but also the way like your vagina smells or the way you Mm -hmm. taste or anything like that. Like those can all be insecurities as well. And I feel like. I get caught between like recognizing it's the patriarchy, Mm -hmm. but also still being held to those standards realistically and like being scared of those things. Mm -hmm. So not wanting to be like a bad feminist, but also like not feeling 100% comfortable in my body. So it's like, I just feel like there's not a lot of talk about sex that really like meets you where you're at. And so Mm -hmm. by that, I really mean like, if I don't want to take my shirt off when I have sex or I want to keep the lights off, it feels like I'm being like anti-body positive or not doing like my, not like fulfilling my role in like what I believe in sex positivity and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like sometimes that's just where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you remedy those two things of just like Mm. being honest with where you are But like still having these values of like, of course, everyone deserves pleasure regardless of their size and all of that. Like, how do you hold those two things at the same time? Well, I think you just did a beautiful job of explaining it. Like you you (laughs) just hold them at the same time, right? And you say to whomever you're with at that moment, like, hey, uh, today is not the day I want you to be taking my shirt off, right? Or I'm going to keep the lights off because that's what I'm feeling. Again, it's going to come back to communication with whomever you're with at that moment, you're not in a bad, like if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep the lights off. I Do you need a spotlight on you when you're having sex? Like what porn did that come from? Right? Like, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want that. Um, I don't want it. I don't want that. No, no, thank you. Even... But it's like, what is it? Again, it's looking for those moments of what's going to make you feel good. Right. And if you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to be more apt to do other things with you or continue this play session if we keep the lights off and I can keep my shirt on. Right. Like mm-hmm. then you can sink into actually what you're feeling 
versus what your brain is like, oh my God, my belly, I'm feeling bloated. I shouldn't had Chipotle, like, or whatever, you know, <laughs> you know, margaritas. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm always going to yeah. want to eat Chipotle and drink margaritas. Always. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, that does something to your body. So it's like, okay, that did something to my body. This is going to make me comfortable to keep my shirt on or whatever. And I'm going to tell that to my partner. And if they get all weird about it, maybe you shouldn't be having sex with that person tonight or today, mm-hmm. whenever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or ever. Oh, yeah. Or ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> I want to zoom in a little bit more on what you're saying with like communication. Mm-hmm. Because for me, if I talk about something and I point to it directly, it does make it like I'm putting a spotlight on it Mm -hmm. and almost harder to release and um, put myself in the moment. Mm -hmm. But the way you're describing it is like, it's almost like it is a release. You're like, oh, I put it out there. That's what's going to happen. Now I can enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I guess that was one of my questions before you brought it up was like, do we talk to our partners about that? And how do we put it out there so that we can let it go and not have it be this like molehill that we turned into a mountain? Yeah. Um, I would say this communication I would encourage to have before you enter the space you're going to play, right? Okay, that's so. Mm-hmm. Not to yeah, you don't want to be like laying in bed like look at my big bloated belly, <laughs> right? And and your person's like, but I like your belly, and you're like, well, get mm-hmm. out of here. Um, <laughs> well, you're lying. Yeah, but and that's not true, the and th- I can tell you the reasons <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mm-hmm. always tell, I always talk to people about like this is a conversation you want to have over coffee. Right, like sitting outside okay. of the bedroom or again, wherever you're going to play and connect mm-hmm. or go on a walk, have a conversation and be like, hey, I'm really not feeling X, Y, Z about myself right now, but I really do want to connect with you. And can we take it, you know, moment by moment? And then if I get to a place, I would say kind of set some some boundaries. Like if, if I tell you, like, I don't want to go further, right, like mm-hmm. it's it might have to do with this or I'm going to keep my shirt on because that's what I'm feeling. So it's, it's having these conversations outside of that moment. So maybe it's like, okay, you, you wake up and you're, you know, feeling a little spicy, you're feeling some arousal, talk to that person in the morning. And then maybe the afternoon you have like a, a nice little, a little session in the afternoon or in the evening. The afternoon delight. I love an afternoon delight, oh. right? <laughs> right? Right. I think it's a great point and I love when our guests bring it up of communication outside of the bedroom. I often forget that point. And then usually if something pops into my head, regardless of how naked I am, I will say it. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. And it doesn't necessarily ruin it for the other person. It ruins it for me because now I just said something so vulnerable in the height of vulnerability. Right. My butt cheeks are out. Like that is so vulnerable mm-hmm. and now they're clenched yeah yeah i just clenched my clenched. butt cheeks as you said that i was like oh yeah. yes there they are mm-hmm. <laughs> love it my a really quick side note i was at the doctor and uh i was at like the gynecologist and she was like all right relax i'm like yeah no i'm relaxed she's like all right unclench your butt and i'm like oh <laughs> that must not have been pretty <laughs> She's like, I gotta get in there. Like, just chill out. Yeah, yeah. It happened. Release the gates. Yeah. yeah. 
we've all i mean i've <laughs> just <laughs> they're like just chill and i'm like i am i am and they're like i am chill i'm so, so chill, chill. <laughs> rock hard ass right now <laughs> so good so clenched so good so when we're in those situations, we're feeling vulnerable. Is mm-hmm. there a way to ask a partner for validation? Mm. Mm. Ooh, I think it depends on the relationship. Okay. Right. So okay. If, if you're like, hey, like if you're pointing out places on your body that you are mm-hmm. feeling vulnerable about, is the validation going to actually change in that moment? Is it going to shift and get you to be in a neurotic headspace? Or are you going to then stay in that thought of, okay, well, what else do they think about my body? Right? Like, well, what do they think about this? And what do they think about my ass? And what do they think about, you know, my legs? Or what if you hadn't, you know, like if you, if you are a person who shaves, like what if they're, you're thinking about, oh, well, I didn't shave in like three or four or a lot of days. Um, cause it's a pain in the ass. um, it is. you know, like, Absolutely. so if it's going to, if it's going to help you, so this is, I guess it, I would answer the question as it depends on the relationship and you as the individual, if it's going to help you and make you feel good and it's hot and it's sexy and it's really going to keep you in that like erotic space. Wonderful. So be like, Hey, can you tell me, you know, where do you like to kiss me? And you can kind of make it part of the play. And yeah. the moment, but if it, you are going to get stuck and kind of go down that rabbit hole I just described, um, no, let's leave that for a conversation when you're walking the dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. I, Cause that's so true. And I never thought about it that way of like, I asked for the validation. I got it. And now I'm wondering why you weren't creative enough to think of something I didn't tell you to say to me. <laughs> And what that means about other parts of my body. Right. And then you're down the so rabbit hole of, uh-huh. well, you know, and and on and on. And then, but maybe that person is kissing you all over and you're missing these moments that actually really feel good. Totally. The genuine moments. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know staying present. The ones where they're actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. We're going to bring her back She's... out. She's in there. She's in there. I promise. <laughs> How does that go with you and um, Jurg, Cass? Do you ever ask in the moment for like validation or does he? You know, we don't really ask for validation in the moment. I will say, so Jurg is my husband. I figured. Um, Yeah. And (laughs) I feel like we talked about in the very beginning that I really like words of affirmation or he learned that really quickly, just like in our relationship in general. So I would say from my husband, I get about a thousand compliments a day. Mm-hmm. So I, there's nothing during that I like really would think about in that way that he hasn't already, that I can't hear his voice already mm-hmm. saying how mm-hmm. he feels about it. Like I know how he feels about my body. I know how he looks at my body because he tells me every day. And when I do bring up little insecurities, like I was just talking to him about in an episode that we recorded like I do still have some insecurities around shaving. Like if I haven't mm-hmm. shaved, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, and like I'll like tense a little bit. Like if he touches my leg and I'll bring that up and I'll say like, oh, for some reason that makes me feel a little weird. And then we'll talk through it. But it's not really like during sex. That's just more like if we're sitting on the couch or in bed or something like that. So I don't think it's something I seek out a lot, but it's because of where our relationship is at and how long we've been together and how well I know him. Mm-hmm. So. 
-hmm. I definitely think in the beginning I didn't ask, but I just like let those insecurities simmer and would Mm -hmm. just not Mm -hmm. experience pleasure because I was so focused on those things. And it's taken me seven years to get to a point where that's just not really on the forefront of my mind anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. I love that. <laughs> good Thank job, you. Good job, you guys. Yeah, just for like <laughs> having meaningful communication. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to. It was that or break up. So <laughs> we chose. I, I like it. That's a great. Yeah, makes sense. Makes it was sense. one or the other, and yeah. I'm glad we picked the way we did. But love it. <laughs> um. Another aspect, if I'm not asking for compliments, and I kind of touched mm-hmm. on it, I do get a little um, attitude or sassy mm-hmm. if I'm feeling insecure. Yeah. So are there any helpful tips or like things you can tell yourself if you feel yourself like copping an attitude literally because you just have your own things going on now I'm projecting them out into the world. So like kind of talking ourselves down from that. I wonder, I guess if it's in the moment, my immediate thought was like, can you harness that? Right. Can you heart? Oh, oh yes. That's Emma's favorite, favorite (laughs) thing when she brings up something that's like maybe not the best feeling, but then using it sexually, you just spoke to Emma's soul. (laughs) You did. Please go on. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So I think this, again, this is going to be dependent on your partner Um, Mm -hmm. and how comfortable you're feeling. But if you're feeling sassy and like, like a little just keyed up, right? Like one, Mm -hmm. I love that energy (laughs) Two, like flip it and be like, okay, I'm going to, if you're again, depends on where you are, but like, then you're going to take over and be like, Hey, I'm going to give you some instruction. This is what I want from you. This is how it's going to be. And then I'm going to do X, Y, Z to you. And you can kind of step in and kind of play with the sassiness, maybe in a dominant fashion, or you could also just chip back and be like, to lay here but I'm going to give you some really nice quiet instructions and you're gonna it's gonna be really all about me first because I need that and maybe it will bring you out of the sassiness maybe it won't right but I think hey I would lean into it and then as it's happening whatever's happening to with you not to you but with you um Mm -hmm. are you focusing on what feels good right like are you focusing of oh my god I love it when they kiss me here or lick me there right and then that can kind of sometimes just re like just can like draw you right out of the sassiness if you're not liking it but if you're liking Mm -hmm. it I would say go for it and like harness that shit lean in yeah a little role play or whatever that's a great idea I love that because also I find it hard to let go of that attitude like I love it it's kind of my shell when I'm feeling insecure Mm -hmm. so the fact that we could also redirect it and it could be a part of play until maybe the shell gets a little bit softer or more playful and less like my protection. I think that's really, really fun and healthy. And I love that. Yeah. I would just be like, you'd be like to your partner, like, Hey, it's it's sassy Emma today. Like (laughs) sassy Emma, sexy, sassy Emma is taking over tonight. (laughs) So get ready. He's like, again, God damn it, it's the fifth day in a row. Yeah, you're like, yeah, welcome it. Um, <laughs> welcome it. Uh, if you want to get laid, you're going to welcome the sass. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, is there another Emma? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just want the nice one. <laughs> 
but I like befriending it too mm-hmm. because it's a defense mechanism mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So befriending it feels like a better way to get to know it right. and therefore, um, I don't know, yeah, work it in a little bit better. Yeah, there's a reason. I, you know, not, okay, so outside of the bedroom, there's a reason for the sass, right? What mm-hmm. What's going on, whether it's did you drink enough water? Are you working on your anxiety? Did you? I mean, I'm just I'm just throwing out ideas. I don't yeah. know if you're anxious. They're all right so far. <laughs> yeah. also. I mean, I two might know two. something about sass and like that being a defense mm-hmm. mechanism. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But did you move your body? Right? Like, what else is going on mm-hmm. with the sass? Um, if it is so present and it's causing a divide, I would just like take a peek at that and, and try to explore right. it. Um, but hey, user, mm-hmm. she sounds great. Or she sounds great and powerful. I love her. Thank you. You're welcome. I would love if we could just start diving into some logistics, some positions mm-hmm. that yeah. we can try when we're not feeling as hot and confident as mm-hmm. maybe we would like to. Mm-hmm. What, like, are we, you know, aiming for positions that hide certain parts of our bodies? Is it okay to aim for those positions? Um, yeah. What are we doing? Um, okay. So for positioning, again, this is going to be dependent on the person, right? Like, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep using tummy just cause it's my own thing. Like that's yeah. my mm-hmm. insecurity. Like I have had a baby and even before tiny person came out, wasn't my favorite spot on my body. Um, which I think is pretty normal for most mm-hmm. uterus owners, right? Because that extra yeah. belly fat right there is really for protection of your uterus, just an FYI. Um, if your listeners don't know that, that's what it's there for. I like <laughs> just like, ah, I just love it. Like you can love it and then hate it at the same time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I would say first and foremost, what's the lighting? Like what's going on in this space? Like if it's super bright and you're like, oh, there's a lot of shadows and can you see that like dip or bulge or whatever, turn that shit down. Like mm-hmm. everyone looks pretty lovely in candlelight. So let's talk about. It's pretty lovely. Lovely. <laughs> like, oh, mm-hmm. that's nice. Right. And it's also going to calm you down. So if you're feeling insecure, like let's look at the surroundings first to like what can be more relaxing. Um, and I also think, okay, if you're laying, if you're in a bedroom, I'm calling it, you know, because you could be playing wherever, like kitchen, bathroom, wherever, do mm-hmm. what you want. Um, but if we're in a bedroom, I would say the first position is, I mean, sadly kind of interesting. Maybe it's not boring, but like missionary, like because you're laying down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're laying down. Yes. The belly is going to go whoop, like, right, you know, it's going to be better. Um, you're going to have a little bit more control over like what you can do with your legs and things like that and your arms and how you sit up on a pillow if you do or you don't. So I think that could be useful. So good old missionary can be pleasurable, right? Like Love missionary. It's It can be lovely. <laughs> yeah. um, use your hips, you know, like use your pelvis, move things around. So again, then I would say um, if you are, I mean, I think depending depending on how you feel I'm like now all these positions are in my brain Um, (laughs) so you could also do um doggy style with like pillows elevating your pelvis Mm. right so it's like you would be laying more on your like pillows kind of giving you that oomph and that that uh height for your partner so your Mm. belly is not hanging down 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could also, ha- and then your partner obviously entering from behind if that's what you desire. And then also with that, like you can touch your clit, right? Like, and have mm-hmm. self-pleasure. And if that person is entering inside of you, oh, hello, like that could like be explosively pleasurable. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say you could lean against the bed too. Like, so you're standing up, you're leaning over. So kind of same situation. We're getting that comfortability you're able to decide how far you want to spread your legs and then your partner and with some creativity, right? Like, again, you can touch your clit like you're, you know, because 70% of us need that stimulation to have an orgasm if orgasm is the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your your tummy isn't just hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the three that immediately come to mind. Um your partner could be sitting on a chair or sitting on the bed and you could straddle them, whether that's you're facing them or whether you're facing away, right? So a little reverse cowgirl style would be good too because then you're not feeling like if you're grinding on top of this person, you're like, everything is moving, right? Like, because yeah. that, you really watch out. Like, you could really get in your head about that. Um, a lot yeah. of jostling. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of jostling, a lot of sounds, <laughs> right? Which are all normal yeah. and typical mm-hmm. and lovely. But if you're not feeling great about it, like, mm-hmm. you know. Totally. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are a few. I like those are really good ones too. And I like the reverse while sitting on a chair because I'm insecure about the bum region. Okay. And so when you're reversed on a bed, there's a lot more to see mm-hmm. there. Lots of bum. But <laughs> it's almost bum. all bum, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Some would say it's almost all bum. Mm. Um, and I really like the chair alternative. If we're talking about setting up the space mm. to make us feel most confident and most comfortable or at least just think about it less, um, let's say we're coming home from a date mm-hmm. night. Are we – and I guess this is more just opinion. It doesn't have to be like science – can we walk in and just start setting up the space or is it something we should do as we're getting in the mood? I feel like it takes me out of the mood if I'm like, okay, we're about to have sex, but like now I need to turn on candlelight because that'll make me feel better when I take off my pants. Mm -hmm. And so kind of little tips to relieve the stress as you lead up to the sex. Mm -hmm. The sex. Um, I I would say, (laughs) I, I would say, and I say this to all my clients and my friends and things, make sure mm-hmm. that your bedroom is always kind of set in a way that is going to be inviting mm-hmm. to physical connection. So that would be having the candles out and ready. Like, or it it can literally just be one, depending on how big your bedroom is, right? Like mm-hmm. right. one great candle or like even those fake, you know, with the remote control mm-hmm. candles. Yeah. Right? And you're just literally hitting a button and not lighting your house on fire. Um, sure. We don't want that, you know? Like, oh, God, has that <laughs> happened? Okay. God, probably. And then if you're half naked oh, it's, and your bed's on fire. And you got to run out of the house. You got to get that dog. You know, like, no. No, thank you. Yeah, it's too much to think yeah, about. Yeah, there's a lot. Right. So you want to make sure that it's already set up. So, and if you're leaving for a date, now, like, make sure your, you know, shades are closed. And so that when you walk into the room, whether it's you start undressing and like you don't want to be like, oh, let me go shut the shades. Like you're like, oh, well, yeah, or maybe it's a little serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> let me draw the let shades. me t- draw the shades. <laughs> let me pull the yeah. blinds. Right. Um, yeah. You don't want to have to do those things, but I think lighting a candle can be great. I think or turning it on 
Um, and then also making sure I am a huge fan of lubrication and making sure that the lube is out and ready so you don't have to kind of stop in that moment um, or like walk across the room to be like, oh, well, the lube is over. The- no, just have it at, like on the nightstand, in the nightstand, whatever. Um, so I would set it up before you go on your evening. Like if you're done getting ready, you're putting on your, you know, your shoes, your last little swipe of lipstick, if that's your thing, then be like, okay, the room's cool. Like if we get there, lovely. And if we don't, also great. My room is clean and it's kind of sexy. Yeah. I feel like those are all really great tips in regards to insecurity as well, because I know for me, like if I have that little list of things I need to do, but we're also like starting sex, Mm -hmm. that's like more moments for me to think about the insecurity. That's more moments that I'm not really like in the pleasure in the moment. And it's like, you know, maybe you're half naked and then you have to walk across the room to go close the curtains like that feels like a potential like trigger moment. So I love the idea of having it set up so that you are putting yourself in a position to feel less insecure or to have less moments Mm -hmm. where that could come up. That feels really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would even add on top of that, if you have the capacity that as you're get like, let's say you're in this date night situation and you're getting ready to go out, looking at your bedroom and instead of thinking about like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this way about, you know, my tummy, be like, look how beautiful this room is and I can't wait to come back and kind of make it part of your own um, core play, like excitement about like, oh, well then maybe when we get back, we're going to have an amazing time. So do a little brain flip there. Be like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't wait to like roll around in those sheets. And see if that works. It does. It's yeah. It's a little trick. It's not going to work all the time, but worth trying. Right. I also think it's such a nice way to set it up for yourself. Is in like I deserve a space that is romantic and clean and set up for a moment uh, when I just want to like enjoy myself or have solo time. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a way to like show like you're worth it too as just yourself to have a space that's beautiful and sexy. Yes. I talk to, again, every couple I work with, like this is part of our conversation in therapy and even outside. Mm -hmm. Um, Your bedroom should be like a retreat. It should be like where, I think that bedroom should only be for rest and sex. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm not, I am... And sometimes I get really mad at myself for this, but like we do not have a TV in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. There's, um, yeah, and there's a couple lampshades, right? The dressers, the lube, the toys, mm-hmm. and that's it. And it's just about us connecting. And there's pictures of just us there. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, you know, it's just about us. It's mm-hmm. not about anything else. And it's, you know, sure, can I not wait to get a new, like, blanket, like, duvet cover? Yes, it needs to be replaced. But, like, it's Christmas, you know. So, it's Christmas. but making sure that your bed feels good, right? Your sheets feel good. It looks sexy. And, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, overwhelmingly sexy, but it's cozy and warm. And it's where you want to be rather than, mm-hmm. oh, my God, there's the chair. <laughs> Here are so many people like, but there's the chair in the corner with three weeks worth of laundry on top of it. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be something that's going to put on the brakes for a lot of people to be like, oh, there's that fucking laundry again. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But like, yes, oh, OK. Please. I was like, I yes. figured that. Um, <laughs> Full send. But that's going to be you don't want to you don't want to put the brakes on because of laundry. 
Mm -hmm. right? Like what's going to excite you? What's going to get that going, arousal going? Mm -hmm. Well, in those break moments, I feel like is Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Like those just moments where it's like everything kind of comes crashing in. And one of those things is like a wave of insecurity. So even what you were saying about like having the lube ready to go, because I'm thinking about you know, like having to roll over and then fish through the drawer and you're all like (laughs) folded up and just like flopping around. Even if you're solo, that doesn't necessarily feel like the sexiest position to be in. So it's like just setting up your life to put you in the sexy positions and having your bedroom be in a sexy position. Mm -hmm. 100%. So let let me show you my fave. And I like literally get nothing for sharing this with you. Because they're the best is um, this beautiful bottle of Uber Lube. I, yeah. If you've not seen this bottle, right, which is a, a, a well-known brand, love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It's glass. It's pretty. The writing is just mm-hmm. it's just classic. So to have that out like on, it's literally on my dresser. It doesn't look overwhelming. It's like right mm-hmm. there. It's great. Mm-hmm. And you just have it right there because you don't want to be like, let me just grab that tube of, you know, no. (laughs) That squeeze tube. (laughs) This big. Like find high quality, pretty lube, Mm -hmm. you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's water or silicone based, but have it there ready for you. And this goes, it's aesthetically pleasing. It looks like a bottle of perfume. And I like that. Yeah, it does. does. I love that. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. Love it. I think we had on a guest once that was talking about Uber Lube and then they were at like a convention and they accidentally knocked one of them over and then because it's glass, it shattered across this like convention floor. Yes. It was just slipping and sliding in Uber Lube, I... which could be fun. As long as you pick up the shards first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it could happen, but it's very nice. It's, it's so nice. It's one of my faves, mm-hmm. so. I want to go back to the positions that you mentioned because what I really liked about all of them is they were like, they feel like very high contact. Like your body is in contact with a a lot. Like it's, they feel like full coverage positions. I'm not sure how else to say (laughs) that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And I really like that. Like I love the idea of like if you're facing away from your partner, having like pillows up against you. It's almost like having some sort of like weighted blanket touching your body at all times or like a Band-Aid. It's the pressure and the just like something's there. You're not just like waving in the wind, um, which can feel so exposed. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I'm not feeling great or whatever it is I'm feeling insecure about, like I want all of that contact. Like I want to be fully hugged, but it's hard to be fully hugged. um, If you're trying different positions and having sex, you can't be just fully wrapped all the time. So I love bringing in the props to make that happen. Yeah. And I, I think it's also like, can you, so those were, you know, some positions you can try. And then also just being creative with your partner, like whoever you're playing with, like whoever you're having sex with, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Like, I do want you to be, I do want you to be holding me, right? If that's what you want, right? Our skin yeah. is our biggest sex organ, right? Like, it's just going to be like, all of that touch is going to activate something. Um, but maybe you're not feeling that. So then it's, okay, mm-hmm. tell them what you want, right? And I also think if, you know, you're doing other things, like if your partner's going down on you, right? So we're not generally talking full a lot of touch there on the upper half of your body, maybe depending on like Mm -hmm. how you're doing that. 
you know, like, yeah, ooh, like, how does it go? <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> um, But to then, like, if you need to have something over you, do you have a cozy blanket that you can just, like, drape over your chest mm. if you're naked or grab your T-shirt? Like, there's something mm-hmm. always to do to get you to stay in the mindset of pleasure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I This brought me back to um, – a moment a couple months ago, I was with a guy I was dating and we were out in the living room hooking mm-hmm. up. And then we were like, okay, there's like only this much room on the couch. Let's move to the bedroom. And he was going to go into the bathroom to get a condom. So I think he wanted me to go first to get into the bedroom so that he could, mm-hmm. you know, take a left. But I was so insecure about the fact that I was like half naked. I was like, well, after mm-hmm. you. <laughs> and he's like, Okay. <laughs> I re- were you like physically like just like oh, I'm just gonna I was I was just folded in half. Just, oh, just yeah. you know, so <laughs> yeah. it was just and then he like ha- still had to take the left and then I was in the bed and I was like I don't know how to lay. <laughs> how do I pose? <laughs> right? Like how do I pose? I you've already seen it, but <laughs> how do I just sit here and wait for you without feeling so vulnerable? Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, it's when you're not touching and you're not covered and you don't have a blanket and you're yep. in those transition spots. It's so embarrassing and so mm-hmm. clunky. Um, I should just carry a blanket at all times just to <laughs> Yeah, like your sexy blanket <laughs> that just comes yeah. with you. <laughs> it is chunky, like clunky and chunky it's, and yeah. weird and mm-hmm. awkward, right? And then it's mm-hmm. – so I would say, okay, like if you're, you're on your way and you're like, okay, this moment's happening, like <laughs> – for, is that a break? Right? Like, okay. And then him diving to the to the bathroom to go get a condom. Like, you can keep them everywhere. They're not, I mean, yeah, let's true. have some, you know, were- bathroom, bedroom, maybe a little mm-hmm. container in your living room or wherever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so you don't have to have that moment. A little more accessible yes, here, make- Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Get it together. <laughs> um yeah. And then I think it's just, again, what is going to feel good for you in that moment? Like, instead of being like, how should I be? Um, mm-hmm. Start, you know, can you start caressing yourself? Right? You don't have to go on full solo time. But, you know, like. Okay, just- he comes in, I'm already done. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, connect with what is feeling good mm-hmm. while you're waiting for Buddy in the bathroom. Yeah. And I wish I also would have just faked it a little bit more mm. for that walk from living room to bedroom, just because it's more awkward if I embrace the fact that I'm a little bit uncomfortable, which I don't know if that has any role in what the bigger conversation that we're having is faking it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but I wish I would have just sucked it up for like the 15 seconds from A to B, mm-hmm. um, because I do think that you can pull it off a little bit more than you think you can. Oh, 100% you can, right? And everyone has been in that moment where you're transitioning from couch or wherever <laughs> to like the next, whether mm-hmm. even if it's in the position, like maybe you're even in bed, right? In right? yeah. like you're transitioning out of positions, like things are going to mm-hmm. make sounds that you're like, what the fuck was that? And or you're gonna be like, my leg got stuck. It's it's just weird. Mm-hmm. But that is the totally. it's kind of just like if you can embrace embrace that fact of <laughs> any kind of physical intimacy, it's gonna be kind of weird and hopefully also very amazing and very pleasurable. 
Mm-hmm. Again, and then, then those little moments will get easier, I think, to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, my, I just fell off the bed. I mean, listen, shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Whoa, there she goes. Rowdy, right? There she goes. <laughs> I feel like I'm waiting, and this has been years, waiting for somebody to tell me this, like, magical secret that I just, like, haven't known about how to make transitioning from position to position sexy and smooth. Like, I'm like, there must just be, like, people must not be doing what I'm doing. A because I'm like, it's somewhere. horrible what I do. It is not <laughs> fun for any of us. But I feel like I'm starting to learn that it is just awkward and some people are willing to embrace that awkward and some people make it more awkward, which is me. Um <laughs> Yeah, because that's how I deal with awkward is like, how can I make this worse for everyone? Oh, for and sure. And then I do. <laughs> I'm into that. I love that for you, Cass. That's a, that sounds wonderful. Thank you. Um, it's just, Thank I you. wish there was like some kind of cool magic wand that we could, not the vibrating kind, but like, what could we do? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to go from this to this and it's going to look amazing. No, it's just kind of weird, right? Unless someone is like mm-hmm. physically... You know, I, I like a I've gymnast. Been in yeah, like yeah. Unless you're lifting me up, right? Like, and mm. you're moving my body. I'm not lifting him up. He is he, six two and <laughs> huge, and big man. I'm like, I can't. I am strong, but not that strong. So unless you're lifting, me you're up, not bench pressing him. <laughs> I am not. I am not. And that could be. I mean, hey, to each their own. Maybe that's somebody's mm-hmm. role play. Cool. Um, not mine. <laughs> Uh, but if he's lifting me up and turning me around, I think that's when it's not that awkward. But do I also want to be yeah. lifted? Mm-hmm. I no, don't hurt really? your back. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm in that stage of life, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I wish they also showed, and I know rom coms aren't porn, but I wish <laughs> there's always like that one sex scene in rom coms where they either the first time they kind of flub it up yeah you know and it's like oh there's an awkward thing and then the moment's lost and it's gone until the like the sexy scene comes and that's the second time around but nine times out of ten you have all those like flub moments that lead to the sexy moments so i wish it was just kind of more shown in mainstream things that we like take in which are movies where you know, we see love and we see sex and all that stuff. It's like, there's going to be messy, awkward, clunky legs stuck, yeah. head bumping, like, and that can lead still to really sexy, hot sex. Absolutely. Even in porn, though, they cut out transitions. So it's like, yeah. even if you go to porn, mm-hmm. like, you're still, it's like, oh, end scene, cut scene, whatever. And it's like movie magic. It's like, where's the movie mm-hmm. magic in my bedroom? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. It won't be there. <laughs> no, it's not coming. Just awkward. Just awkward. It's just yeah. awkward. Yeah. No, I wish yeah. they would play a lot of things in movies, right? And also, like, I think kind of get mm-hmm. back to that idea of what we're shown is like we're also shown like how easy an or you know, an orgasm is to achieve with a brand new partner mm-hmm. that you're just <laughs> sleeping with for the first time. Please. Like, please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. No. Yeah. Almost never. <laughs> Almost never. Um, are there any other things regarding like sex when you're feeling a little insecure um, that we didn't touch on or that we didn't ask about that you think would be good to bring up? Yeah. I, I think what, what else comes to mind um, is to make sure even 
Like if insecurity occurs pretty frequently for you, are you in touch with your own body and your own pleasure? So are you taking the time to have solo time, solo sex, whether it's just with a, if it's with a toy, if it's with a finger, whatever you desire, you know, whatever feels good. So that when you are in those moments that your partner, you can say to your partner, hey, touch me like this. Like, can you do this? So you can give a little bit of direction and know, okay, I can achieve pleasure even if my just not feeling great about my body. Um, but if you don't know what turns you on and you're not feeling great about your body and you're expecting this other person to make it less awkward and you're like, hey, you're not a dead fish, right? Like give direction and and focus on what feels good. I think you're going to be in a better space. And also give permission to stop. Like if you get into this moment and you're like, nope, it's not happening. Like I am feeling overwhelmed and it's too much and I need to stop. And can we just cuddle or can you rub my back or can I rub your back or um, give yourself permission to stop because your brain needs to be involved and excited about it too. Mm -hmm. Such a good point too of like you can't expect them to make it the situation better if you don't know what you need yeah. in that moment either. Um, yeah, because it's so – by that point that you're feeling uncomfortable, like the last thing you want to do is make another decision. But they also can't make it for you. And then if they do it wrong, it's like – or it's not what you need. The whole situation kind of spins into a muck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That also made me think about, you know, if you have any vulva shame or like – insecurity around your vulva if you aren't engaging in solo play it's probably a lot easier to have more shame and more insecurity because mm. you don't know what's going on down there you don't know what it looks like down there you don't know how it feels down there but I feel like the more you can befriend your vulva the yes. easier it is to be in cahoots yes. <laughs> and I like that <laughs> we love her right like exactly like take a mirror I'm sure you've had other people say that like take a mirror explore what feels good right like even if it's mm -hmm. like let me see what it looks like when I'm aroused right like so if you're having solo time because it's going to look different during arousal versus non right when you're just going through your day-to-day -day yeah. and you're not aroused because all that blood flow is going to hit your vulva and like what does your labia majora minora look like what does it feel like what does your clitoris feel like know that and then have these conversations I will say this till I die probably outside of the bedroom this is what it feels like for me Right. And mm -hmm. I would say, too, like if you're not feeling great about your vulva, um, there are so many like vulva artists right now that are like creating such amazing artwork that they're all different and they're supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't, you know, it's so easy to be like, don't shame yourself, but like whatever you got, like, hey, make friends with her and love her because she's there for pleasure. There's a lot of media that, like, I just feel like I see so many TikToks that are, like, usually, at, like, my For You page is not people talking about, like, oh, your vulva should look like this. It's people responding right. to people saying right. that. Right. But right. I feel like there is so much content out there that, especially, like, younger vulva owners are consuming where it's like, oh, it should be an, like, quote, unquote, any. Oh. Um, 
And that's mm. so hard if you haven't seen a lot of vulvas or you aren't, you know, following artists that are showing like, look at what a normal vulva actually is because there's no normal. But I feel like we're given such a small definition of what normal is because it's based on aesthetics mm -hmm. and like this very particular aesthetic that it's hard not to have some shame and insecurity around it, which then leads to less less pleasure and less like willingness to let somebody touch or go down on you or anything like that. So it's a shitty cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I Chate. agree. And I would say so one resource, which you'll have to it, it, there's a book called Petals. And it's okay. all vulvas, like all oh, different wow. kinds. And so yesterday I literally just signed a new lease. So I will be able to, yeah, to go like in, have Yay. clients in front of me instead of just on the screen. Both will still be offered. But um, mm -hmm. when I have clients come in and they're struggling with what you just said, I literally, I'm like, let's look at this together. Like, because this is what's real versus yeah whatever someone on TikTok, and I love TikTok, but there is some bad fucking information yes. about <laughs> women and bodies too. and I mean everything, but like mm -hmm. make sure you're found, who's your resource, right? Like, are they a physician? Mm -hmm. Are they a sex educator? Are they someone who's actually doing the work? If not, oh, uh, Susie down the street, where'd she learn about, you know, her stuff? Mm -hmm. Probably yeah. not somewhere great is my guess. Yeah. Probably shouldn't mm -hmm. be getting our vulva information from insecure male comedians. Um. Oh, my dear, could we do a whole other podcast about that? Gosh. That's my favorite. It's just oh, like so a good. thought. Just a, yeah. Yeah. Insecure male comedians. So much to so say. True. So true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get ourselves in too much trouble, yes. uh, Sarah, where can our listeners continue connecting with you after this episode? Oh, thanks. So you can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's SWSX Therapy. Um, you can also find me on simplesexeducation.com, where that is where you can find coaching and retreats and workshops and things like that for me. And then you can also hear me monthly on Flow. Um, if you search Flow Extreme wherever you get your podcast, you'll hear episodes about menstruation. What did you just say? Nothing. Shut up. Keep going. <laughs> I love bickering with you because it's just, it just makes me so happy to see you get feisty at me. Uh, my husband doesn't feel the same, but I'm glad yeah. you do. I don't have to live with you, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I think I'm nicer to you. Um, anyways. Anyways, thank you so much, Sarah, for being on the podcast today and not bickering with us and mm -hmm. just being the best friend that we could have asked for to talk about feeling uncomfortable but still wanting to bang. And thank you to our listeners for coming back around this new year. We're so excited, one, for this month, but two, for this entire year with you. Mm -hmm. We've got some fun shit coming. Shit. Um, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe to Honeydoom. You can leave us a written review. You can head on over to Spotify to rate us. You can watch us on YouTube. You can also head to the link in any of our social media bios if you have like a topic that you want us to try and tackle a guest you'd like us to have on mm -hmm. um, just to send compliments. Um, yeah. And that's, 
I think all the places you can reach out and touch us. You can us. reach <laughs> touch me. Uh, that is plenty, I think. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> enough for sure. Hella reachable. Hella reachable. Um, so with that, we will leave you. Au revoir, adieu, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>